Ladies and gentlemen, Hazards and Pavards, welcome to Worldie. Gentlemen of the pod, we return. We return after a magnificent, um, no, an okay, no, a really bloody awful day yes. of football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was so good and today was so abjectly terrible. We've just come off the back of the Croatia-Denmark second round game and it was not great. Bit of a stinker. It Bit really was, wasn't stinker. it? So, Croden. Crowden. What do we have to say about the bloody Crowden? Well, I mean, first thing, I mean, I'm really disappointed in, in Croatia. I mean, I think they were one of those sides that we I was really looking forward to seeing in the knockout stages. I think they were up there as as possibly, you know, one of the dark horses. And I think as we're looking at the easiest side of the draw, in inverted commas, for England, probably the biggest threat. And yet today, they look pretty ordinary. Very ordinary. Yeah, I, I think it's that combination of... of um, slightly higher expectations on Croatia currently because they they qualified yeah. or they they got out their group so comfortably and and played some reasonably good football as well, um, and then for for that to happen today, I thought they were they were digging into uh, Modric in the punditry, which I thought was a little bit unfair because although perhaps. Croatia hadn't been very good. He was the one part where we were sort of talking and watching the match, and every time he did something, we were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's got I, quality. I, I think a lot of it is because you you look you look to players like Luka Modric and Modric in a game like that yeah. to actually be the one who's going to make something happen, and yet that still didn't happen, did it? Um, I think. I mean, I, I think that's. Part part of Johnny's what what Johnny said is true. I think it's the pressure of the pressure of expectation to perform and all of that, but but also just you know. It, the best teams are allowed an off day here and there. The thing that frustrated me a little bit, though, is that there they, they didn't seem to be any tempo from them. That game seemed to be like it was it was there for the taking for one or the other of those two teams, and yet yeah. nobody really stood up to the plate. Bit weird. The, the thing, the thing that I'm feeling about it is is was that game the anomaly, or was the Brazil game the anomaly for Croatia? Like, did they have a fantastic game? I mean, England beat Germany five one once. It's it's always it's always easier to play a game uh, play against a team that comes at you a little bit more. I think Denmark uh, sat back a lot and were quite... They were extremely disappointed. It was Argentina, wasn't it, not Brazil? Sorry, yes, yes. Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, um, but, but, but I... Uh, I I mean, Argentina's defense is a bit of a joke, anyway. So I, I you know, scoring what was it, three goals they yeah. got against them um, against Argentina isn't, you know, isn't that yeah, just, out of the ordinary? I don't. You, think. you would have thought on paper, looking at this match, this was the opportunity for Croatia to stake their claim on this World Cup because people mm. have been talking like that, building up to it, and then the game came and it fell flat. Like and again, it fell totally flat. Yeah, and if, again, if, if if it just looked like they were they were giving it a go, they were just falling short because they were having an off day. Fair enough, but I didn't even get that sense. You just didn't see yeah. the sense there was that much urgency from either of them. But you know, you look. I mean, maybe it's just they they were just being overcautious because they're you know they're nervous. But, but hey, I mean, they were the semi finalists like what what 10 20 years ago something like that i mean the 98 maybe yeah. i can't remember so you know it's not it's not what like we, these what well, we can talk about are two early goals oh my word because although there were only two goals in, in regular time in this game they both came in the first five minutes and they were both absolutely terrible i'm just now struggling to remember so the first one was a danish goal wasn't it it was um, the first one was, Knud, the, was the, the knudson's long throw the ipswich lad yeah he threw it in 
and it bobbled off a couple of players and then uh, it kind of just found its way into the back Yeah, a li- little low shot from the back end of the six-yard box, wasn't it? It kind keeper of squirmed under the goalkeeper, yeah. <laughs> John's shaking his head, not happy about it. Terrible keeping. No, what, John, well, John blames the keeper. Well, I, th- I think you can blame the defence and the keeper. They're equal measures. They, yeah, they should have cleared it before it got to that point, and then the keeper made a bit of a hash of that, he that did, save. He did make a bit of a hash of it, but I'm, I'm of the mind of that if any go, any shot comes in from six yards out, um, the keeper is is often is going to be at some yeah, kind of disadvantage. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I'm looking at the defenders there to be doing something about that, particularly as it's a set piece. They would have been training. They would Instantly. have known. Was that within the minute? Yes, it was. I think it, it was might have been yeah, within the first around minute. a minute anyway. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Then they go up the other end and we thought, OK, we might be in for a game here. And Croatia had their own uh, slice of luck because the cross came in. It was cleared into the face of one of the uh, Danish defenders. <laughs> Uh, yes, it was, and then and then the just the follow up show was it Mando. Yeah. Oh, yes, Mando. right. He kind of kicked it into the floor, didn't he? There, yeah, there wasn't it a was single, a very poor finish. There wasn't really. like a single clean shot in that entire game. No, was there? Not, it was not a whole lot of quality. It was no, short nobody quality. really showed themselves yeah. uh, in their best light, did they? Uh, I thought uh, who was that lad that came on who looked half decent? Uh, Scherner for the for the for the Danes looked okay. Although he then missed he his then penalty. missed his penalty. Yeah. yeah. So by this point. I was very angry, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> yeah. because this game was just ab- absolute shit. It wasn't even that there was anything going on; it was rubbish. It wasn't great. Um, there was a, there was a, there was one moment actually you'd you'd popped out to the loose side, um, <laughs> but there was there was one one good moment where I want to say Croatia again. I'm starting it's all blurring into one now. Croatia had an opportunity, and uh, was it Perisic who had that 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 weird little shot that he kicked into the ground and it kind of bounced two or three times off the the turf and into his his leg. I, the, I, I can't even remember. It was just the, weird, the weirdest know. attempt at a shot, the way he, he basically kind of did, did one of those kind of Mark Hughes-style kind of like perpendicular volleys. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. then he kicked the ball directly into the ground. It then bounced up and hit his foot that was still in the air. It was, it was a God. bit weird. It was pretty poor. Have Denmark now been involved in the two worst games of the World Cup? Yeah, probably. I'd say yes. I mean, I don't know. I mean... I think I think England Belgium <laughs> might have had a had a reasonable shout at that. Yeah, at least but there was, was some kind of action in it. But at least and and also that game had the excuse of net having very little Correct. riding on it, whereas yeah. this is a knockout game. Yeah, I mean it really didn't feel like a knockout game. I think uh, that, even that, when we came to the penalties, and I said this like as we were starting to get into the penalties, I was like. This game has been so low on tempo that there's now not even a lot of there seems to be a, not that even much going on. Going into the penalty yeah, shootout. Yeah, you didn't even feel a sense of urgency no. or kind of drama going into the penalty yeah. shootout. Penalty shootout. The shootout. The shootout. The shootout. Um, before that, though, because uh, we the Croatia did have a penalty five minutes before oh, the shit, end of yeah, the game, didn't they? That, yeah. um, now we had that, that the situation where the defender tracing back, and I forget who it was now, uh, came back with that like that terrible tackle. Yes. yes, and it was going in, wasn't it? It was going in. It was a goal. He was about to take the shot. He the was. keeper. He was he past was. the goalkeeper. He was about to just tap it. Into the back of and the so he obviously gets the yellow card because it's you know he made an attempt to play the ball yeah. and it was like a, it was not it was you know the double jeopardy thing because they got the penalty but we were discussing this now in that situation that wasn't a clear goal scoring opportunity that he denied that Correct. was a goal yeah. that he denied so either there needs to be some discretion over the way referees apply that rule or or football needs like I mean I know it doesn't happen very often but football needs yeah. like a penalty goal rule or something like that because actually I would always prefer the penalty goal to the penalty because even if that player is sent off if the striker then misses the penalty 
It's still unfair, which really, we, which even we, with the player off the pitch. Which we saw mm. with Portugal against Ghana, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. With uh, yeah. not not Portugal, so Uruguay, Uruguay against Ghana. Yeah. With with um, yes, Luis Suarez, Suarez yeah. and his handball. Well, yeah. so. well, well I, was, I was just going to compare it to that actually, because it's not really that different to a player. Uh, Blocking it off the yeah, line. Yeah, throwing himself at it and, and handballing it on the line. Yeah, stopping, I think both are situations clear, where, the, goal. where the player doing that understands what they're doing, hmm. understands yeah. that they are taking one for the team. In in the, in the case of Suarez, he knew he would be yeah. sent off. Yeah. In the case of Jorgensen, maybe he expected to be sent off. I don't know. And that, and the um and the Colombia, it was a Colombian player, didn't he, in their, their first game against Japan, oh, where yes. he did exactly the same thing. And he did get sent off because he, he stopped the ball from off. going yeah, into yeah, the, yeah. the back of the net. Um, it is the same in that case, I think probably. But but yeah, and either way, I mean, it, it would have you know, it felt felt like it wasn't justice what happened there. To I just Croatia, stopped caring by that point, yeah. even though yeah. that was the most exciting thing in the whole match. It's I kind re- of stopped caring. It's a real shame with Luka Modric or Nan, yeah. as we've dubbed him. Paul Paul he, looks like, he does look like a Nan. Um, like an we're missing lady. that penalty there because he, you know, he's he's yeah. such a good footballer. He really is. Um, well, he he put he put the ball through for the penalty. Yes, correct. Yes. Opportunity, yeah, which was yeah. which was a, which was a it was a beautiful through ball. It really was, and he he'd had a couple of those throughout the game. I think um, everything he did, he did with quality. A, a, apart from missing his penalty. Apart from missing his penalty. But he did he did score his penalty then in the shootout, didn't yeah, he? He did. Although straight it was pretty down close, straight down the middle and in and, and Michael very nearly got his toes to it. I did yeah. enjoy I did enjoy Peace Mike's up in the crowd getting yeah. behind yeah, yeah. his son. I did yeah. enjoy that. Daddy Schmeichel. And I also enjoyed the idea of young Schmeichel now creating his own his own history, because it must be very hard being under the shadow of somebody so famous as your father, who played the same position as you. Yeah, I mean, although I think I think I think he's carved enough of a niche in in, in England now to have done that. I think he's 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 well known enough in yeah. this country that he he's a, a, a guy in his own right. But certainly on the world stage, I mean, that's Absolutely. probably his biggest kind of moment on the world stage. So uh, and you can't lose, can you, as a goalkeeper going into those situations? Even um, though even though Croatia went through, you know, Schmeichel still did everything he possibly could he save three penalties I think well, didn't exactly he? but I yeah. think both both keepers saved three penalties I think um, well Schmeichel won in regular time two in the shootout yeah. yeah yeah. so there you go so that was Croden absolute rubbish oh really. uh, good, good to see Davor Schuker in the crowd yes. as well yeah. old Davor Schuker yeah. we, we didn't recognise no. him at first <laughs> no he's, 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 he's looking old now he's got the grey hair and a bit of timber on him hasn't yeah he? Bless good him. for him. Good, good for him. Yeah. Exactly. For him. They did, though. I think him being present did cause them to show the replay of his chip against Pete Michael. Yeah. Which was glorious. Wonderful. Goal. Absolutely glorious. So what happened this afternoon? Another penalty shootout. Yeah, so Spain-Russia. And again, um, it, one of those games that you kind of expected it to be... I mean, because I, I, I genuinely thought it was going to be all Croatia and Denmark might try and grind something out. Oh, and, well. and No, no, for, for this afternoon. And oh, then similarly... Okay. I thought the same thing was going to happen with Spain and Russia. I thought gotcha. Spain were going to be the Croatia and they and yeah. um but you know to Russia's credit uh, they went a goal behind, they got their equalizer and then they just dug in and they executed, you know, game plan A yeah. and 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 absolute all credit to them because Spain looked pretty lifeless, pretty ordinary, no again no urgency like we we're talking yeah. about Croatia. Yeah. Um they played too many of the same player for me. Yeah. They played a lot of very similar sort of deep line playmaker type players. I, I think their big issue, and um, you saw it when uh, Rod- 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 Rodrigo. Rod- Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Yeah. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Whatever, whatever his name is. When he <laughs> came on, when he came on uh, later on in the game, 
he injected pace and they had been severely lacking pace yes. going forward. Well, I mean, like weirdly, even bringing Iniesta on injected yeah. a little bit. Of, I mean, he's what, 39? Yeah. Like, well, the, the view from the Spanish side is very much, why the fuck isn't Iniesta? Well, yeah. yeah. He, he's played some ridiculous number of, of their games. So he is pivotal to the way they play. Yeah. And, and in a game like that as well, when you know that the team you're going to be playing are going to be spending a lot of time kind of sitting back, sitting deep, yeah. you need players like that who can just create a little spark, a little something from nothing. And... Yeah, so very strange from Spain. But, you know, they 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 turn into like England of old when we're playing against really defensive teams, when they do that thing where they just pass it backwards and forwards yeah. along the, 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 the defensive line midway in the opponent's half and then do nothing with it. I got a stat halfway over. Um, so Spain had 1,140 passes in that game. Wow. Um, and they, they completed <laughs> 1,029 compared to um, Russia completing 202. Now, no way. Now, of those 1,029 completed passes, it, it, at amazing. least like at least 700 of those are between PK and Ramos, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. on the halfway line. Yeah. yeah. Just wow. what a complete fucking disaster. Yeah, that is poor, isn't it? John, it, even your man. My All man. the way from Liverpool there can can save them. Oh, what's his... Uh, Iago Aspas. Aspas. Aspas, yeah. Um, well, he missed the deciding penalty, didn't he? Well, that penalty was saved, I would say, because it was an excellent save from yeah. Akinfeyev, who'd yeah. already gone down and then readjusted and got his foot in the way to block yeah. his brilliant save. I was, I was thinking it was it was, it was was kind of similar to the one uh, the uh, Gary McAllister one in Euro 96. Yes, yes. Where yeah, Seaman yeah. kind of saved yeah. it with yeah. his legs as well. Yeah, I, I, to be fair to Akinfeyev, I think this one was slightly better than that Seaman. It was one, great. But... It was scenes as well, absolute scenes yeah. afterwards for the Russian, for yeah. the Russian players. I think, you know, all told, that was a poor game as well, to be honest. It, it was a poor game, and, and also poor from Spain in the fact that, that, that they didn't actually score a goal. In yeah. their, their goal was a Ignashevich rugby-tackling Sergio Ramos and then the ball bouncing <laughs> off of <laughs> yeah. the back of his chin. An- yes. Another goal. Yeah. We've, so we've had many so goals. Many. Yeah. And that's, that's now, what, 10 own goals yeah. in particular. Some hilarious um, goals going but like, but ten, you know, the, 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 the biggest record like in, in World Cup history prior to that was like, like six or something, <laughs> and we've had 10 already. It's amazing. Well, own goals is actually winning... The golden boot. Well, yeah, it's got twice as many yeah. goals. It's pretty impressive, isn't yeah. it? It's like Man U a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, didn't, didn't wasn't their top scorer <laughs> own goal <laughs> for quite a large part of their that season. Is great, you got to love that. Uh, so, I think one thing that, that absolutely is worth mentioning is uh, that probably that's the last time we see Iniesta play for Spain. In fact, actually, yeah, whilst we were watching the game this, this, this evening, rather, Iniesta has actually now announced right. his retirement from international Well, I think a little Spain. word, I think a little word for Iniesta because he's one of the greatest players of our generation. Yeah. Uh, and a player of, of kind of unique style and ability and, and a guy that's all, all been through the, been through the ringer as well and, and come out on top. I mean, yeah. the, the story is worth going back and looking back to the World Cup final when he scored the winner because leading up to that, He'd uh, he'd gone through some bad stuff, lost his very best mate, basically. He was another young footballer who died at a ridiculously young age. And apparently Iniesta was all, almost ready to throw the towel in at that point and say, look, football, you know, it's not worth it. Mm. But I think he was convinced to carry on by his Barcelona teammates and by the club and then came back and ended up scoring the winning goal in the World Cup final, which is a hell of a story. Yeah. The, um, the, the guy's won everything, um, you know, in, in, in club and international football. He's, you know, and he's, he's done so with... Like, like, just such a kind of 
calm grace yeah as well because there's so many and he's, he's he's not a big time charlie uh, there's so many players i mean and they're not necessarily in the same position as him but there's so many players around him who 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 kind of caught caught the uh kind of the media attention yeah. everything like that but he, he just gets on with his job yeah. and he's so fucking good at it mm. i'm glad that the media has kind of shown yeah a bit of love because it's so easy for everybody to focus on, on ronaldo and messi because they score goals because they yeah. score a lot of goals and and you're exactly right saying Iniesta's won everything they haven't won half the stuff that, that yeah. Iniesta's won on, on, all, on all different levels and just because he doesn't score goals you know doesn't mean he's any less of a player it's, it's always difficult but particularly when you're talking about players that have retired um, and you're going back in time to uh, to talk up their, their quality and their skill um, without talking about goals per games yeah, and yeah, stats yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff it's uh, like talking about Zidane for example yeah um, all of his his skill and guile and class you can't really put a number on that he didn't score that many goals he didn't probably didn't create many assists or, or as many yeah. as he probably should have and I think it was he was playing a lot uh, at a time when we didn't take note of assists quite as we do these days although a bit like Iniesta he did score when it mattered as well he yeah. scored the World Cup final he scored Champions League Champions final, League final. As, as Iniesta yeah. did as well so yeah. I think yeah very 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 good player one of the best of all time well, and, and looking at Spain you can see that difference that Iniesta was probably their best player still and he's retiring at the end of that match and then they didn't really have much else. They have Diego Costa. He is a big man, right? Yeah. He's he's almost he's almost the wrong player for Spain's formation. But they don't have any other option. And they also never. It's very frustrating watching them because they never hit. They never hit Diego Costa. No, no like, plan B is there. No, I mean they drop the ball back so often to the centre backs. Why doesn't PK just lob it up? Because they've got players that can get in and around. You know Diego Costa. Diego Costa wants it. He's begging for the ball to come to him in the air, and it, and it, it just imagine, never does. Imagine if Sam Allardyce was the <laughs> Spain manager. But you, you you kept you kept watching. He he kept doing all of the work, right? Yeah. He kept doing all of the work that he wants to be doing. He was making all the runs, finding all the channels and stuff. But nothing was ever coming anywhere near him. Yeah. It was astonishing how little they used yeah. him. I mean, how much how much of that is the fact that now they've got Guerrero's come in just to kind of patch a hole after their manager like got sacked right before the tournament how yeah. much of it is that how much of it is that they're they're square pegs and round holes because they don't have a system they're working on a brand well, new system or or is it just because it's the la the arse end of a golden generation and they're just kind of trying to patch things in with what what they've got left well i was listening to Guillaume Balaguer, who was on five live straight after the match and he was absolutely fuming uh, and he said, yes, people will look at the low pedigree thing and, and blame that for the situation. Mm. But at the end of the day, the players that were in that squad are more than capable of getting further in this tournament than they have done. And I think his big his big thing was that the players themselves hadn't stepped up and they hadn't executed on the plans in, in the way that they perhaps should have done. Mm. And I think a big part of that is that the lack of ability to adapt to situations. They, yeah. And they brought in... Uh, Asensio to replace Iniesta starting in this lineup, and he was anonymous, absolutely anonymous, to to the to the point where we were talking about that, thinking thinking he had come on in the yeah. second half because yeah. he did nothing until about the 60th minute. Yeah, I mean, it, it must be very very frustrating because regardless of of how you set things up, 
against a defensive team like Russia, there should at least be flashes of stuff. There should be yeah. yes. opportunities created and things like that, but it really didn't happen for Spain and, today. And that's the thing for me. I mean, I, 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 th- I think it's a little unfair on the players to have had the rug pulled from underneath sure, their feet sure. right, right before before the tournament and then for have, have everybody say, well, for, yeah, so what? They've lost their manager and all of their pre-tournament preparation goes straight out the window. They should still be able to step up. Um, so I, I think that's a little unfair on them. But at the same time, you know, and... There's, there, there's, there, there comes a point where you stand up and take a little bit of personal responsibility, and yeah. and there are enough, there's enough talent in that team that they could have had a bit more of a pop at it. Um, they just they just didn't look like they either had an answer or wanted to find an answer mm. to what Russia were doing. But absolute all credit to Russia again. Yeah. They played yeah. to their strengths and like and and I know people don't like to see it because it's it's like the smaller nations, smaller footballing nations, kind of just locking down against the bigger nations and stuff. But what are you going to do? Exactly. And what then, are you going to do? And like you know, they want to carry on in this tournament and they are punching well above their weight. If, if FIFA rankings are, are yeah. taken into consideration, they're the lowest ranked team in this tournament. Um, and do you know what? It's not. I mean, I know they had that one really poor game in the group stages, but other than that. I mean, you know, yeah. I think all credit to them. They've 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 done the job they really needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think I think all credit to Russia, and we will see them. Uh, we'll see them in the next round. And then and the big man Jubev. I was saying Juba again. He's Juba. unbelievable. That guy yeah, he scored the penalty. Got yeah. A penalty yeah. Yeah. Didn't he? yeah, and yeah, and he wasn't even remotely phased. No <laughs> that penalty I, was he? I, he loves it, doesn't he? I think that's what I really love about Juba is that he absolutely loves it. He's a bit. He's a big character as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there was some. Uh, there was some question marks about whether he'd be included in the squad or, or even in the first team uh, coming into the competition because he had some uh, uh, some moments with the, the manager. Right. <laughs> that doesn't uh, surprise me. <laughs> oh, that was actually, that was yeah. another point, though, that, that, the story I heard as well after, after the game, that Ignashevich had been, um, he'd been, he's like 38, he had basically had to be talked, because they had loads of injuries into the run-up to this tournament, he had to be talked into, like basically coming out of like international retirement and coming mm. to play football in the World Cup. Now, granted, he was somewhat responsible <laughs> for, for the goal they conceded, <laughs> um, but he then did, did, did go and stand up and, and took a penalty um, in the penalty shot and scored it and stuff. So It's a cracking peno as well. They, 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 definitely, really, yeah. they definitely have a couple of players that look like maybe they're a couple of years too, too, too far past it. I think Zhirkov is extremely lucky to be in this team. I think he's uh, not quite got the legs anymore. No, but you can still you can still tell he's a quality player. Like yeah. uh, you know, even even though he can't run anymore, um, you know, his distribution's good, his positioning's good, um, and I don't I don't think. Um, I don't think Spain had much joy down the right hand side. Well, he at gave all, away so. the free kick that resulted in the goal. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I think he's just a player that you could target. I yeah, think maybe. Uh, with, with that lack of pace. But, but but they, you know, Spain, as we mentioned, Spain didn't have any pace going no, forward. No, anyway, well, they had so, nothing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Th- for me, the only player that really um, shone um, in this particular game is Isco. I thought Isco was, was pretty, yeah. pretty yes. good. A, a um, bit like Modric. He, he, yep. d- everything he does, he does with quality, yep. doesn't he? Yep. And he looks like Jamie Redner, yep. a sort a of little, like youthful Jamie Redner. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
which yeah, I yeah. which I respect. So like so, so the kind of the the upshot of, of of those two games is that um we now have quite an enticing proposition for this half of the draw the the inadvertent commas. He's going to get started with this draw. again. But no, it's it's worth a, it's worth a chat though because I think I think this is I think this is wonderful and not from an England perspective from a World Cup perspective right, okay, I think it's yeah. absolutely wonderful that one of Russia Croatia England Colombia and Switzerland or Sweden is going to be in the World Cup final. That's yeah. a, I think that's, that's amazing. amazing. I really think that's fantastic. When was the last time any one of those teams was in the World Cup final? Uh, I think we are probably the only ones who have been. Maybe Sweden back in the olden, olden I days. I think Sweden got to the final in like 58 or yeah. something when, when they, they hosted it as well. Or, or 54 or something. I, I can't go. remember. It was a long, long time ago, certainly. But yeah, so yeah, and I, 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 just, cool. I yeah. think I think it's brilliant. And, well, well, and for, well, go go through the the teams that are out as well, or not here as well. So you got Portugal out. That's true. You got Spain yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got no Germany, Italy, no Holland, no Italy and Holland. Germany are out. It. Germany out. Yes. I mean, these are all Portugal teams. out. Do we say them? We say them. Yeah. yeah. But these are all teams. Say that you again, though. Portugal out. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but the, these are all teams that you would expect to get to, you know, the, the I mean, Germany against uh, against um, Argentina was the last World Cup final. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I, it's, it's wonderful, and 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 we will have a look at a closer look at the other half of the draw when we when we talk about those games. Yes. But so, any more for Crowden and Sparrows? No, I'm done now. Right, we'll have a cheeky little break, and we'll come back for the final two games. Sie haben so viel an Standards getüftet. Groß! Er macht das Tor! Toni Groß 2-2-1! Das ist nicht zu fassen! Halten Sie mich fest! Und er macht alles wieder gut! <laughs> well, that was, of course, uh, Toni Kroos scoring ein Meister-Tor against uh, <laughs> uh, the winner against Sweden. Now, Jono... You did a little bit of translation for us on this because when we first heard it, we did find it highly amusing. Now, partly because the commentator's a little bit behind, so he sort of like, he, he garbles it because Kroos takes the free kick before he's really ready. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because Kroos hits such an incredible strike, it's, it's in the back of the in, net. In the goal, yeah. And he, he, what, what does he say then? Because he goes a little bit mental. Well, uh, he starts off with your, your usual stuff, you yeah. know, Tony Crows, what a goal, yeah. uh, blah, blah, blah. But but he then he then says something which is slightly odd. He says, <laughs> Halten Sie mich fest. Halten Sie mich fest. Halten Sie mich fest, which means, which means hold me tight. <laughs> <laughs> now, I... So... so in a in a previous in a previous life, I did live in Germany, so I can speak a bit of German. But I don't know if oh, I've me if I've missed if I've missed the meaning oh, of I this love in it. some way. I absolutely love it. How did he miss first? Or what exactly he meant? But uh, yeah, he then yeah. he then he then goes on to say uh, that that Tony Kroos makes makes everything good again. Oh, oh yes, that's makes everything good again. I love that. Hold me tight. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good one to remember, folks. Alton Zimischwest is a good one to remember. Uh, but yeah, I love that. Can we have it again, Andy? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. Sie haben so viel an Standards getüftet. It's groß! It's groß! Toni Kroos 2-2-1! Das ist nicht zu fassen. Halten Sie mich fest! Und er macht alles wieder gut! 
So, so, oh, so in in that guy's defence, I don't I don't think he wants a hug from someone. I think, <laughs> I, I think he I, I think he says it in a way that that kind of means like hold me down as yeah. in I'm hold about I'm about to explode right. kind of yeah, 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 or, yeah, or yeah. something something like that. Love it. But it is it's it's an odd turn of phrase, and I'm I'm not aware of of. <laughs> Germans I'm going to be using thinking that now every time a big girl's going, hold me tight. Hold me tight. Yeah. Hold me tight. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was a nice little thing that we picked up from the, uh, from the Germany game. Now, Argentina... Uh, were involved on Saturday. So that was the first game on Saturday, was it? Saturday yes. afternoon, France versus Argentina. Oh, yeah, we'll finish with Uruguay because that's that was my favourite one. Yeah. Um, France-Argentina, though, that was... Uh, Frage. Frage. Um, was... It was. I mean, it, on, on paper, it looked like a really enticing tie. Those are quite often a little bit disappointing. Yeah. There was nothing disappointing about that. I, I genuinely think that is one of my favourite yeah. all-time World Cup football matches. It was glorious, wasn't it? It was, it was glorious in was every single way. Glorious. And also, it meant, you know, it led to Argentina going out yeah. of the World yeah. Cup. There's always a bonus. Which all football matches should end with. Yeah. So, so I, I can't even remember what happened. It was, it was uh, from were obviously on top uh, and then inexplicably Argentina after half time were 2-1 up weren't they well well, they scored, they scored um, uh, what's his face the little go- goblin fella uh, Di Maria um, scored one of the goals that well, he scored an absolutely ridiculous it, it's, goal it, it's going to be right up there with best goal of the and, tournament and I I, uh, I was basically saying how terrible he was up <laughs> until were, that point yeah. like literally two minutes before that I was saying how rubbish he yeah, is yeah John has got a specific problem with Di Maria oh, and I to be fair I'm, he's not, a, I'm not a fan I no, don't he is a bit rubbish, good. but he did score a thirty-seven yard Insane. wonder goal. So, so before that, because France had taken the lead, hadn't they? It was a yes. Griezmann penalty. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, yeah, Di Maria. Um, now, this is one of the things I, w- I wanted to pick up because because the BBC only had striker pundits in in, yes. in the yeah, there, yeah. there was no conversation whatsoever about about France's defence. Now, up until that point, I'd been singing France, France's defences. Like praises, yeah. just basically saying, look, 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 these guys have got quality all over the pitch, and they've got the personnel. But holy yeah. cow, these guys, these guys really look like they can do it. And then out of nowhere, and admittedly, this is like a midfielder's job rather than anything else. Um, but Di Maria had. 20 yards of space in front yeah. of him. If they drew that, if, if they put that yeah. big circle on the telestration, he'd yeah. have had a massive fucking circle. And, and, and that was, and that was, so, so yes, it, absolutely world-class strike, amazing strike, but you have to blame, put some of the blame on France. I mean, for the not it's a ballsy move because he could have just run 10 yards yeah, yeah, forward yeah, and yeah, then yeah. had a shot. There's like, a, was that one of the goals against... It was a goal that Alan Shearer scored in 98, and I can't remember who it was against, but um, he got a ball lumped over the top, and he was about 35 yards out. The oh, ball yeah. bounced once and in front of him, and he just it. walloped it. He had like like loads of space to run into, but right. now nah, nah, that's, that's inefficient. I'm just going to wallop <laughs> it into the top corner. Was it, it was also like that Croatia, was it, it was Croatian goal against, um, against Argentina where Willy... Willie Caballero oh, yeah. messed it up, <laughs> and, and he had so he had well he had so much time. He could have he could have taken it down. He could have gone around the keeper. He could have just you know passed it into the corner. But he he wraps his foot yeah, around it and leathers it. Yeah, it's it in. It's glorious stuff. Uh, yeah, so we had we had the penalty, and then we had a. Uh, uh, what was the uh, equaliser for so, the, uh, uh, so 
Di Maria was the equaliser, I think. Oh, okay. And then Mercado scored their second ah, yes. goal, and it was yes. it was again it was one again where the France basically started clearing their lines, and Mercado was in the penalty yeah, area. Messi bounced off his legs, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he was in the penalty area. All the France defenders started clearing out, left him completely on his own in mm. the penalty area. Yes. The shot came in and it just bounced off his legs, and everyone said, "Oh, there's nothing you can do about that." Right. Yes, there is. Stick a fucking defender on yeah. him. But part of the problem was is that they they were clearing their lines to try and get everybody out, but other defenders elsewhere in the penalty area hadn't done that. So whose fault that was, whether it is a person who should have been marking him's fault or the other defenders, don't yeah. know. It depends on what their system is. I, I but think either way, that was really, really, really poor from France. Yeah, I think, I think that shows that their defenders weren't really on the same page as 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 you had half the defence pushing up and half yeah. pretty pretty much staying where they were. So not 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 great. What that goal really. what that goal did do was it gave the BBC who were obviously desperate to do so uh, an opportunity to give us a stat about Messi <laughs> yeah. uh, because they were desperate they couldn't find anything right and so then the, that goal went in and then obviously someone's scrabbling around the background they're like right that is the first player to assist more than two goals in three consecutive World Cup tournaments I, mean, I was like you may as well not tell me that statistic yeah <laughs> I'm not going to keep that one for the pub am well, I another, hand that one out another good messy messy stat though is that both he and Cristiano Ronaldo have not scored uh, a knockout World Cup goal John Stones has scored two well yeah. no not knockout oh, knockout, knockout World knockouts. Cup knockouts okay yeah. Peter Crouch he's got one hasn't he probably. didn't he score the one against Ecuador probably. pretty sure can't, can't remember. No, I think no, that was, it was Beckham. Was it Bex. Beckham free kick? Yeah, fucking old D It's usually a Beckham free kick, isn't it? Yeah. So the um, so <laughs> Sorry, France. We got sidetracked. Right. I was dreaming about David Beckham again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lovely, <laughs> lovely Bex. Lovely Bex. Um, so I think I think then the equaliser for France was the um, uh, Pavard shot, wasn't it? Oh, that was an absolute beauty. My word, what a shot! I mean, yeah. like that. That Nacho goal in the the Spain Portugal game was was wonderful, yes. but this 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 took that. It was like it was like the premium version of that goal, right? It was like it was so, Tesco finest. The way the yeah, <laughs> the way the ball was spinning one way, and it was spinning really quick. Then he yeah. hit across it like at a height high off. It was very. There's no very point. Good. No point in discussing it. Just go and watch the video yeah. and, and feel good yeah, about a yourself. Wonderful goal. Yeah. And at that point, France really took control of the match didn't they yeah. and, and it, it looked like it was going to be a full conclusion uh, then we saw Mbappe break away and score a fantastic breakaway goal with incredible pace uh, and then he got another one where he used pace in the box just to gain a couple of yards yes and that it in. lovely little touch where he suddenly opened up he just like just sliced the defence apart made loads of space for himself yes. and just slotted it home I wasn't, I wasn't so sure about everybody getting so excited that Mbappe is the greatest player in the universe now I was like well he scored two goals against the pretty poor defense uh, and, and won the penalty as well yes true yeah true, I, true. I, I was just i was just gonna say that i don't I, I i think it's a little bit early he's only he's still only 19 he had a very and, good game i'll give him that and admittedly he's a player that's probably going to move to paris saint-germain this this summer he's, for he's, 180 he's, million he's pounds there anyway, that's well yeah he is but he's nonsense. been on loan and there was question marks whether they'd go ahead with the, the they purchase. Will definitely go ahead with that well, purchase. Yeah, at, probably. At the same time, it is really nice when a teenager comes on and yep. just make, yeah. makes a name for themselves. I mean, you know, everybody knew about him anyway, but really makes a name for himself, demonstrates why well, everybody's talking about them, and, and also shuts everybody up about like because people were banging on about Messi, they were banging yeah. on about Ronaldo having gone, but actually, all of a sudden, half the headlines were about this this new young player, this teenager who's won how scored however many goals more than any other teenagers since yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Um, and 
And, and, and it's just nice to see headlines about somebody else for a change. Well, the name he's made for himself is, and this is brilliant, is is Donatello, because apparently that's his nickname from the French squad because they reckon he looks like one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> which after they said that, he really does. He really does. It's quite uncanny. And, and, and the last teenager to score two goals in one game at a, in a World Cup Michael knockout. Owen. Not knockout. Oh. Knockout. Can, I, can we have the Michael Owen brace anyway against it was, like, it was a long time ago. I know, I can, was it? Uh, well, no, the, the, the answer to the, to the question. I don't, don't know. Oh. Uh, LA. It was Pele. It's yeah. always was fucking it? Pele. Yeah, it was. 19, <laughs> 1958. <laughs> Pele. Pele done it, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was... Are we that alternative that we're ragging on Pele now as well? Yeah, yeah he's yeah, rubbish. Him, yeah, he's rubbish. Um, it's like, like, one of the things that everybody always bangs on about him was that miss... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the greatest, the greatest yeah. goal that never was. Yeah, that's right. It's still a miss. <laughs> like, I can do that. I can miss goals in the World Cup. The best one is that Jorginho goal. That is the best one. The one yeah. at the end of that like forty pass move. Now really that's is. fucking yeah. Brazil. Right and the, 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 uh, I love that goal because the because the the camera angle. He runs from, yeah, yeah. from outside of shot. shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then he, when Pele lays it off, it looks like he's just laid yeah. off. He does it so relaxed as well. He's just, oh, just roll that in there. Well, it looks like he's passed it to no one. Yeah, yeah. and then Jorginho appears from comes, nowhere. Amazing. Brilliant. Love it. So, just a quick final word about Argentina. <laughs> How are we talking about that? Uh, <laughs> quick final word about Argentina then. I mean, there were, obviously there's been loads of talk about whether or not... Um, uh, the manager Jorge, somebody whose surname I've forgotten, Carr, begins with the C. He's he's done. He's finished. He doesn't I'm matter. Just gonna, I'm just going to leave you hanging. There. Okay, it's fine. San San Paoli. San Paoli. Yeah, yeah, San Paoli. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, you're talking about the Chilean miner Jorge Galahilos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, no one's going to get no that Chilean reference. miners fans. No, no. Okay, no. okay. But yeah. So anyway, so yeah, he. he uh, he's done basically um, he was yeah. done before the tournament started well, he Andy. was but, but but I mean the decision to play everybody uses the phrase false nine which I absolutely hate um, but the, the decision to drop Aguero or Higuain and just play Messi up front with like yeah. Di Maria and the other fellow who didn't even know his name Meza rubbish um, and, and yeah and, and just like just everything about Argentina's campaign was, was dog shit basically like, well, that's that in a nutshell. To, to play that badly with the attacking players that they have is Dybala is, on the bench, Dybala yeah. on the bench, and Icardi on the beach. And of, and of course, so at this stage it was four two. Aguero came off the bench ten minutes later. He's got he's got a goal after. Did a score? That was a lovely goal. It was a yeah, fantastic goal and a lovely brilliant goal. a brilliant Messi assist. Um, and you just, you just have to. France are not. You know, they're not all that in no, defence. No, absolutely no, they're not. not. Um, but it also also shows Argentina what you can do when you've got Messi and what? Aguero on exactly. the pitch together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. when, when he scored that, that was the first thing I said. Why the hell did did he not it start must with be Aguero? Very frustrating to be a proper Argentinian football. There's fan, a yes. lot. There's a lot of weird political shit going Seeing on. This stuff going at the on. moment. Yeah. Um, what what one thing Disaster. that um, that uh, I was watching on Twitter and people getting angry about um, uh, was. Uh, 
the BBC's decision, it might have been ITV, I can't remember, whoever it was, the, the TV people. No, in fact, actually, it would be the Russian TV people yeah. after every single France goal, cut to Messi. Yeah. Cut to yeah, Messi. Yeah. They don't give a shit. I mean, yeah. it's funny watching him sad, but but like... Well, but, he doesn't even look sad. He always looks well, the same. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> he never has any expression on his face. The guy is like, you know, he's a mystery. Every time he cut to him, I couldn't tell if they were winning or losing, to be honest. So showing me his face is fucking pointless. But, but part of that was because they had obviously been given a directive not to show Diego Maradona anymore. <laughs> there, there's there's been a, a distinct El lack Diego. of him in the last couple of games hasn't there yeah they've been very few I think the directors have snuck in like the occasional shot but I reckon what they might have done is they might have pre-recorded just a little bit of him looking normal so they can put yeah. it in because well, cutting to him live is a dangerous thing to do. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how much truth there's in it but uh, apparently Diego <coughs> has had a film crew following him around during right. this World Cup so there's there's some kind of Maradona He's playing up documentary going on uh, currently and um, and that is that is one of the thoughts that he's just been playing up uh, to the fair camera fair enough um, a final uh, note as well about that. Mascherano has also now um, retired from international football, by which I think he's basically acknowledging it's probably the last time he's yeah. going to get picked. So I might as well go. Yeah, out and little note for Mascherano. I think he's a very good player as yeah, well. Yeah, I, yeah. I've always been, uh, one of the best spoilers mm. uh, around Mascherano, and also works very hard. And I, I did hear that apparently, like some of the chat was that he was the uh, he was really the guy in charge of the team. Mm. Right, yeah. Uh, at this stage. And that might also <laughs> play into the fact they weren't very attacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was Argentina well, just bowing a, out. Just a quick one. Uh, did did, did on. anyone notice uh, uh, that the moment that they cut to uh, Pogba's brothers in the stands? Oh, yeah. After yeah. he absolutely messed up the a, a free boys. kick. Yeah. They didn't look very impressed. <laughs> not, not in the slightest. Are they both also professional footballers? I, I know one definitely is. I wouldn't right. be surprised if the other is as well. They look identical to him. I mean, right. honestly, if you if you line them up one alongside the other, you you, you wouldn't tell. It's which a Raphael is and uh, Fabio situation. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so moving on, should we talk about the uh, the Uruguay Portugal game? Let us, because Let us. Mm. I love this game. This was a cracking game. But you, 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 you only liked it because it, it saw Ronaldo leaving the tournament. <laughs> well, it had a perfect combination of beautiful things because it had, it had my man, uh, had my man Elswaz. Yeah, Suarez being an absolute oh. shitball of a human being. He is a like, glorious. No, he's not. I mean, like, you, you, you can't. He's a wonderful footballer, but you can't, you can't have like being angry at Ronaldo for all oh, his twattery, oh. and, and and yet like Suarez, somebody jumped in, brushed shoulders. Suarez is, and he went down holding his head like three times in the same game how that is I'll, anti-football it is, the guy is a disgusting footballer I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I can have it and I will have it because <laughs> when, 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 when your man Suarez does it it's endearing you see when, well, when he bites it. other human yeah, beings it's, it's just not a, it was just no, a the nibble. guy's a fucking animal it was he's just an a, absolute fucking this animal is why, this is why you can't judge his actions he doesn't think like normal humans they, they yes, keep and him... then he shouldn't be kept around other humans. Well, they keep him in a cage. If one of your colleagues, matches. if one of your colleagues was like you're at a conference <laughs> and he bit one of the other people at the conference, you wouldn't go. Oh, he's fine. He's a bit lively, but 
but he's he's, he's great at his job. He's so, all right. So, <laughs> shall we talk about one of my favourite goals of the uh, competition so far? Yes. The 50-yard 1-2 between Cavani oh, and Oh, it was uh, brilliant. Suarez. See, this is your boy uh, Suarez. Right, so, okay, okay. So let's good. just talk so about good. this game without, like... <laughs> Because otherwise we're not going to get anywhere because I'm just going to hey, shout again. Look, we can't talk about this game without talking about Suarez because he was the game. No, he wasn't. He did, he did one good thing and that was setting up that Cavani header. No, that now. was it. No. What else did he do? He has... He's just goading me into telling, no. talking about Suarez now. What else did he do? Him and Cavani together as a front pair was probably the best forward defensive performance of the entire World Cup. And uh, any team would be absolutely... Desperate to have players like that, and I think Uruguay's performance overall was one of one of the best in term, just in terms of of, of stifling the the Portuguese well, team and, they, they, and they, playing they, to a plan. Yeah, and, and they, they played fantastic. with a proper plan, and they defended. They actually defended, and they defended all the way from the front all the way back, and it made it extremely difficult. It made it extremely difficult, and. You know, when when they combine for that goal, so Cavani switches the ball 40 yards to Suarez. Suarez controls it a couple of times, looks up, pings it all the way back, and then uh, Cavani heads it, faces it in. Faces it. At the back. It was a, it was a glorious goal to watch because it just flowed. The, the game didn't stop. They didn't, you know, they didn't check back. They didn't look for anybody else. It was just bang, 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 goal. Fucking brilliant. One of the one of the noteworthy things after that is there's a moment about down the other end of the pitch. Portugal had a <coughs> had a had a chance. Well, not it wasn't even a chance, but um, Ronaldo was kind of quite wide of the goal. He was outside the penalty area. There were like three or four Portuguese players like dotted around the edge of the penalty area. He had, he had support in midfield. Um, he decided to run at a group of like three or four Uruguayan defenders and then had a shot that was nowhere near on. And the point I made yeah. was that's the difference between Suarez and Ronaldo. Suarez, when he wasn't in an opportunity for a goal, looked instantly like, what, yeah. what, let me set something else up. Let me try and do something for the team. Whereas Ronaldo's first thought was, let's do something for me. I want to shoot. I want to shoot. If, yeah, if, if you, I'm, I'm fairly certain if you are any other striker that's played with Suarez I'm fairly certain they would probably say he's one of the best strikers in the world just because he's and, and, and every defender that he's played against has hated every moment <laughs> but I, I, I'm not going to argue with that yeah. Suarez is a fucking incredible footballer yeah. he absolutely is it's why it frustrates yeah. me that he eats <laughs> if, if, if he could take if he could take that crazy stuff out of his game but I've seen him in interviews as well and he's just I just don't know what happens like, I can't, I can't <laughs> I, control myself I, had a, I, I, heard a, I heard an interview with Diego Forlan actually he was saying like he, he was trying trying to be diplomatic about his behaviour on the pitch <laughs> right. but he was saying but actually off the pitch he's such a kind of he's such a quiet meek yeah, and kind of yeah. understated person yeah but some people like that. It was funny because on the pitch. Yeah, Le Jens Lehmann was exactly the same. I remember seeing mm. an interview with him, and, and Jens Lehmann was saying that, you know, I just don't know. I, I, you know, I'm a normal bloke, but when I'm on a field, I can't control my emotions, and I get stuck, and I do crazy things. And he's well aware it's happening. And he was, he was, he was crazy for it because he would just do stuff totally off the wall, you know. Um, another another noteworthy point uh, in that game. In fact, actually, let's talk about Cavani's other goal as well. Yes, because because like uh, some people were criticising the goalkeeper for being a bit too close to one post, uh, but the ball to him on the sort of just inside the penalty area, the Beautiful. way the way he opened his body yeah. up, and the second he did that, he just he just a little turn you, of the you shoulders, you knew straight away it was yeah. just going into the far corner, and it was it lovely, was, and he knew as well. Yeah. You could see there was one replay, and you see his face, and he's like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> such a beautiful goal. Ori um, esque, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it um, was. I think Cavani's a wonderful footballer, and and mm. and you worry that he's you worry that I don't know what's happened with it because he took a knock, didn't he? He got injured. He went off injured straight away. He acknowledged to the um, yeah. to the bench that I've got to go off. So you hope you hope for the tournament that he's he's a bit better. Yeah. With, with that injury, there was a, a shot of Ronaldo helping him off the pitch. Hmm. So, so there have been a few media outlets that have swung this in the way that, oh, isn't it great that Ronaldo was helping him off the pitch? No, he wasn't. He no. was basically trying to get him off the pitch as soon as, a, as quickly as he could yeah. so that they could keep playing football. It was a really interesting moment because when it first happened, Ronaldo ran up and he was obviously annoyed. Yeah. He ran up and he grabbed Cavani and then you could just see like in his head... This little flicker went off and he was like, I can't just fucking push him off the pitch. What am I going to do? Because we're still eight yards from the touchline. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think also at that point he realised he was actually injured as well yeah. because I think he was yeah, that, that maybe thing, you're it. pretending to be injured, get up off the pitch. Yes. Uh, it was also at that point where where all of the, the Portuguese players were starting to lose their heads a little yeah. bit. Um, and I, I have I have some sympathy for that, to oh, be yeah. honest. But. I mean, the, the, work, the work rate, of Cavani and Suarez, I just wanted to mention because it was incredible the the amount of f- defending they were doing up mm-hmm. the pitch. It was unbelievable. I don't think I could ever remember seeing a striking partnership do yeah, that. There, there, there was a mo- there was a moment where Suarez ran uh, uh, kind of most of the length of the pitch uh, <laughs> after after the ball, and and he passed it to one of his teammates, yeah. hoping that he wouldn't get the ball back. And then he got he it back, so and he had to go again. And then, and then he and then he got it back, and he had to go again. And after that, you actually saw him bending down on his knees because he was so knackered yeah I think at one point he had the ball in his own possession and yeah. he stopped and went on his knees like give me a fucking second um, and, and Cavani likewise like down the yeah. pitch he was filling in all over the place for him and fucking hell just absolutely fan fantastic performance and I, I think it really showed it was the team ethic versus the yeah. solo yes. show you know yeah. Yeah. And Ronaldo was so selfish the whole game and got nowhere and those guys were selfless and they were giving themselves up for the team all the time oh, uh, Shiz who's, who couldn't be on the pod today um, he made a, he made a point after I, I pointed out that Suarez just basically is much less selfish than Ronaldo because Ronaldo had that shot yeah. um, and, and and he said yeah but the trouble is is that the Ronaldo's got nobody good to pass to, um, which which yeah I, I, mean, I don't know if I go along with that. That, that. that doesn't mean you don't pass to your teammates. No, just but also Portugal are not a bad side. There's some very good players. Bernardo Silva, Ricardo Quaresma. I mean, we saw what yeah. he could do. You know, yeah, Bernardo Silva and William Carvalho. You know, they're not yeah. they're not bad players at all. So but I think. Will that be so? We, lo- we lost a lot of people. So we lost Messi. He won't. Yeah. He won't play in the World Cup again. Probably. Uh, I guess he's the one that maybe has an outside chance. But Ronaldo probably not. And uh, Iniesta. So we lost a lot of these players today. Yeah, a lot of a lot of very big, a lot of very big players from the World Cup for the for, and possibly forever. But um, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a it was an entirely entertaining yeah. <laughs> day of football. Significantly better than today's day of football. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think and. Yeah, so I think I think we can we can be pretty pleased with that. So what can we expect coming up this week? So what have we got tomorrow? We have got, We've got Switzerland, Switzerland versus Sweden, Sweden. and the um, other one, Japan Belgium. That's tomorrow, yes, correct, isn't it? Yeah, Japan yeah. Belgium. So that's for the other half of the draw, and then obviously on Tuesday we're the seven pm game. Yes. And what's the three pm game? There's one we're sure. missing. We can we can assume I think that Belgium are probably going to take care of uh, take care of Japan. So, yes, you would think so. 
<clears throat> so I, I need to do a quick correction. So tomorrow is Brazil, Mexico, of course, first yeah. game. Oh, okay. Belgium, Japan, second. Yeah. And then Tuesday is Sweden, Switzerland at three o'clock, and uh, then our match right. at seven. So Brazil, okay. Brazil to kick on and prove to us they are a good side. I mean, uh, I don't know necessarily prove to us that they're a good side. Um, they've they've got some excellent players, definitely. Um, I still, I still, I'm still not massively convinced. Um, by them, um, I think I think they have probably got the ability to start tying things together. Um, it is going to depend a little bit on Neymar actually playing some fucking football yeah. for a change. Yeah. If if he started, if he pulled his finger out and actually decided to play football, then then they would have a very serious chance. I think they'll beat Mexico. Um, Mexico look good. Um, I don't think. Actually, I don't know. Maybe they could pull pull a trick like they did in the Germany game against them. I don't know. Belgium do. <clears throat> uh, you 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 can't you can't see Japan getting out of that that with a win. I don't think. Um, I think Belgium have been good so far. Um, they beat England yeah. with their second string and our second string. Um, they they played very well in their in their group. Um, what one or three games. Um, yeah, I, I, my money is definitely on Belgium to, to do the business. And what about England then? <sighs> for, well, Sweden, for me, Sweden, Switzerland, I don't even really okay, care, okay. so we'll, we'll Sw- ignore that. Sweden, one. Switzerland, that that game is happening. <laughs> that game will be a game of football that happens. And yes. the England, Colombia. So, so for me, uh, for me, we are a better team than Colombia. Um, I think we, on paper, we should win. Um, if we if we play well, I don't. I think Colombia um, look quite slow at the back. I think we've got enough pace to to trouble them. Um, so I'd go with like a two nil win. I'm I'm less confident oh, than that. I'll yeah, be very confident from John. Yeah, Colombia is the kind of team that we will lose to. Is is my rough? Is my sort of general I, uh, okay? I'll I'll caveat that with um, if. Uh, Hamas Rodriguez is playing and is is fit. Yeah, it might be more difficult. Okay, but but from what I've seen, he's he's not he's not hundred percent fit. Well, I mean, he I might, don't. He I, might not even play. I don't think he's. I don't think he's been at all fit for this whole tournament. No. Um, and uh, I think his injury is probably just a remanifestation of what he was was keeping him out in the first place. Um, so I'd be very surprised if 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 he shows again, uh, particularly against England. Um. I mean, I, I, I think I think we're probably on an even keel with Colombia. Um, I, I've not actually been that massively impressed. Everybody got massively excited by Colombia after that Japan, the second half of that Japan yeah, game, yeah. and suddenly, suddenly, like, like Colombia were world beaters on the basis of one good forty-five minutes of football. Well, I think and, I think they're a dynamic and fast attacking team, and that's what people like to see. Yeah, but mm. but but that's that's neither here nor there. There are lots of dynamic, fast attacking teams that yeah, are in sure. Morocco. They, you know, I yeah, mean, they're great a, side. You know, yeah, and they got a draw against Spain, but they still went out, still went out of the yeah. first round, didn't they? Um, Peru as well. Yeah. So I mean, so yes. So so they play some nice football, and then they were entertaining, and they've got wonderful fans and stuff. I, I I still don't think that makes them great, but at the same time, we're quite overrated as well. I think yeah. I think we're being way high, way more highly rated than than I think we probably deserve. Um, well, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I, I think we'll edge it. I gold, golden boot boy. Harry Kane's one of our own. He, he, he might get another one there. I don't, yeah. 
Why Think you'll be sniffing around. This is a day. This is a time for well, not 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 the time for, but Jesse Lingard will step up to the plate again. And I actually think we'll get a little one, a little cheeky one from Raheem Sterling as well. Oh, I'd love well, Raheem that to would score. Would be nice. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to bring us towards the end of today's pod. We're going to be back later in the week to cover the England match and uh, some other bits and bobs that have gone down. Uh, and so uh, what we'll do, we'll finish up. We'll say goodbye, Andy. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jono. Goodbye. And uh, we're going to say, uh, check us out on WorldyPod on Twitter, WorldyPod on Instagram. You can email us at worldypod at gmail.com. Otherwise, catch us next time on Worldy. Halten Sie mich fest!